associations may be disorganized and time and space relationships are lost. people welcome to the hippie speedball podcast the best cannabis fucking podcast in the whole world it is joe your host with the most joe and of course i am joined by my heterosexual life mate shelby <laughs> shelby how the fuck you doing buddy i'm good how are you <laughs> i'm good good how are we feeling today bro pretty good yeah nice and rested you told me uh we're supposed to start at 10 but then it started at 11 so i got a little sleep in time yeah Thank for you. sure uh I, I somehow i think just my brain was just like yeah 10 because naturally we always like you know set up early we blaze up before they show up but we get a little too baked yep. um, before we yeah. <laughs> before we start sometimes. So <laughs> I was like, maybe we should just smoke less and just hit the bong and not smoke like two blunts before the guest even shows up. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I do like that we have the reputation that like no matter what, like you're going to get high when you come to the house. Like I do like that we have that rep, you know? Yeah, it's pretty nice. <laughs> it makes it really good, man. Uh, so before we get going, there's a couple things I wanted to say about um, the last episode of the Hippie Speedball Podcast with Spencer Boston. Spencer that was a great fucking episode i really appreciate it shout out to uh, him and, and check it out anybody who hasn't seen it yet um so there was a couple things that i wanted to like uh, clarify and uh, it made me cringe when i was listening to it and watching myself uh so first off that uh, aerosmith story that i was talking about how aerosmith ended up crashing their plane on the runway that was a story i had read <clears throat> in a uh a guitar world magazine back in like 2005 2006 2007 somewhere in that range when i was like a young guitar player and it was a little article about it and i had read the story i tried to find something online about it and couldn't find dick and it's really pissing me off so if anybody has a link to that story or any sort of knowledge on that, or maybe if I'm wrong about it, please leave a comment, send a link, or even just shoot us a message at Hippie Speedball Podcast on Instagram. So that way we can get a little bit of clarification because I fucking hate it when I say something and I'm like, oh God, fuck. I don't know. Like I, I want to figure out if I'm like, I'm a hundred percent and I tried to find something and I couldn't, but I swear to God, I read it in the Guitar World magazine way back in the day. So I wanted to clarify about that and also apologize for looking like such a dumb stone whenever we were talking about the double XL freshman class and I was all like got Lupe Fiasco off by like fucking like four years and so I just want to apologize for looking like such a dumbass so my bad people you don't deserve that sort of nonsense we're trying to make weed look awesome and they're like look at this dumb stoner over here he's all like <laughs> he pays attention to double L fucking double XL freshman class and he's all saying Lupe Fiasco came out with fucking Kendrick Lamar I know I look like a moron I'm sorry about that people so but me dispiace for all my Italian listeners out there so let's get this fucking ball rolling today on the episode I got a really fucking awesome special guest because she has actually been a huge supporter of the show for a really long time. She's one of the main reasons why we're actually playing in dispensaries and why we're kind of, you know, popping up all over the radar in different places. And she has a really, really great story about her story, about her journey with, you know, using cannabis as medicine uh, in regards to a very the deadly disease that she had. I'm going to go ahead and let tell her tell her story. So please welcome to the Hippie Speedball Podcast, Tammy. Tammy, thanks for fucking coming through, buddy. Thanks for having me. It, yeah. I've never really gotten to tell a lot of people at once. Um, I'm actually kind of a shy person, so I don't have mm. a lot of friends. And when I do, I 
don't talk a whole lot because I don't feel like people are listening. Okay. But so this is actually really cool. Thank I, you. And I'm I'm so glad that I can have you here, dude. Because I mean, <laughs> you were you know one of my uh, favorite bud tenders whenever I was going <laughs> to the you. shop. Every time I saw you at the desk, I was like, oh, what up? It's Tammy. Yep. <laughs> and I always knew that when you were working, I was gonna walk in and see my fucking shit playing in the on the of TV. Course. And, of course. And that was like always like one of the coolest feelings because <laughs> I you know being someone that's been in the shadows for so freaking long. I would walk in the shop and then I'm looking over and I see like, you know, I see like three, four people in the lobby and they're sitting there watching me on TV. Like, and I'm just in a bandana just like with my face covered like this. And you don't even know how many times people would be like looking up and like, hey, I know that guy. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, you do right on. (laughs) Yeah. I I get I get some people that have like not talked to me in fucking years and I'm in years and they'll like randomly like message me and they're like, dude, I just saw you in the dispensary. And I'm like, oh, yeah, Yeah. I got this show now. And they're like oh buddy you're famous and i'm like not really but i appreciate you saying that you know but it's pretty cool to be seen in the shops and everything and uh, i got recognized in ihop that was really interesting with juniper it made me feel like a little rock star in front of my in front of my daughter you know it's like that was awesome someone's phone yeah what was that was that yours (laughs) oh shit i'm sorry do we need to silence our phones real quick my bad oh my bad i I think mine's actually needs to be silenced too there There we go silence there we go i know all right But uh, sometimes, um, can you grab her phone? Yeah. All right, thanks, brother. It's in the uh, back pocket of my purse, oh, sitting right there on the chair. Yes, I will not grab your phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry about there you that. Go. It's all good. It's all good. No problem. Um, but yeah, so like there's been times I walk in there and I'll see them watching the TV and uh, like it's so funny because then like the bud tender that's working and you've done this too, like to wherever it's like the people are watching and I'm looking at the people looking at the TV and I look over at you and you're kind of just like, huh? Yeah. Uh, like I just like I gave you the look like don't you fucking say anything. Don't you say shit right now. <laughs> I like that I could walk around with my face covered. Actually this oh, mask yeah. this mask thing is working really well to my oh, advantage. I know. <laughs> yeah. I know it helps with my resting bitch face. Oh it does. <laughs> yeah, I have been told that my face tells everything like if I am displeased with somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I have been I've been told that about myself too. It's like, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I was uh, a friend of mine told me he was uh, he's one of my gay homies. His name is Jax, but he said the funniest fucking comeback because he said that he had um, resting bitch face, and I was just like, well, wouldn't you have more like resting dick face since you're a guy? <laughs> and he was just like, I don't know, is there a dick in my mouth? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, too goddamn shit, yes, Jax. <laughs> yes, that's awesome. <laughs> that I was one it. of the greatest responses to a question I've ever fucking asked in my life. Yes, like, I don't know, Joe, is there a dick in my mouth? <laughs> It's like, oh God, ah, yeah. you got me, but I got I got nothing. So I just walk away from the computer at that point. <laughs> oh, yeah. Awesome. Oh, God, that's great. So let's go ahead and jump into this. So you have a crazy fucking story. Yeah. And you have a really awesome journey with cannabis. And, you know, one thing that we always do on the show is we love to pay homage to the medicinal side of cannabis because, yes. you know, the OMMP is where everything started. If it wasn't for the OMMP, then rec wouldn't exist. Yes. And that's something I've believed since it got legalized. I'm like, well, let's not forget about patient priority. You know? And me too, because the first thing I remember remember voting on was medicinal cannabis back what is it 90s mm-hmm. like yeah I was gone for a long time I left very shortly after that but yeah so you know I was always for it because I knew that there was science behind it yes exactly you know and of course I you know always leaned towards it because I was you know the occasional pothead and mm-hmm. you know smoked a lot of weed and everything and you know I think I at that time really half-assed thought it was medicine mm-hmm. but yeah. I knew there was potential and then it wasn't really until I got took my first dab that I, I realized it was medicine because for one minute in my life, like 
suddenly I had no pain anywhere. Mm-hmm. And it was the most amazing feeling in the world because, like, I had childhood arthritis and stupid stuff like that. So I've yeah. always had discomfort. So that's in my what I body. wanted to jump into. So let's yeah. go ahead and jump in your. So let's 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 jump into your 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 history with pain and like yeah. tell me about like your your medical history. And... So I guess it was eight and a half, almost nine years ago. I was diagnosed with uh, stage three ovarian cancer, <laughs> and. That's yeah, crazy. I was in a bad relationship. That actually gave me the strength to leave that How bad that relationship. How did that feel when they diagnosed you, when they told you, like, when they when you received that news? A like, death sentence. Yeah, just straight up, like, the gas yeah, chamber. Yeah, really, because I, yeah, well, I had a baby sister when I was younger who died of cancer, so mm-hmm. I watched her battle, and just the hell she had to go through. The chemo and the radiation, and... I was not, I'm not as strong as her because she did it with a freaking smile on her face. So mm. I'll tell you that right now. Like, <laughs> no, I'm not that strong. Yeah. It was, so it was it, probably really fucking tough. I that mean, was like... freaking terrifying. The thought of having to go through any of that mm. and then deciding that time in my life that I was going to leave a horrible relationship. So I was basically alone in the world. Like, you know, I don't really have any family or anything like that. I have a daughter and, and stuff, but you know, my world was pretty small. So mm. I was like, you know, sitting there and I really kept it to myself for a long time and then I decided it was time for me to come back here because I do have a kind of an estranged sister and and everything and my daughter was coming out of job course I wanted to be closer to her Mm -hmm. and uh but I really didn't tell them Mm -hmm. I kept it to myself and I kind of reunited with a crush from my younger years which is now my husband and uh it was pretty cool because he, he looked at me one day and said that I wasn't going to have to go do this alone. And I didn't. And he was my rock through it in a lot of ways. And he pushed me and kicked me in my butt when I was feeling sorry for myself. And, mm-hmm. you know, like, I don't think I could have done any of it without him. Like, he was there every step of the way. And um, so one day he comes back and uh, he tells me about RSO. This is still prohibition days, you know. And so let's educate the people what RSO is. Sorry. Uh, Rick just... Simpson oil or full can- uh, extract cannabis oil. Mm-hmm. And, um, and at that time I was like, well, what are you talking about? And he starts trying to tell me what little bit he knew. So, of course, you know, I am the Google queen. So <laughs> Google it was. And then it was Jamie, watching these up. videos <laughs> and then watching other videos and seeing these testimonies and these people. And I'm like, whoa, this might work. And that's far less scary. But at the same time, you know, I was smoking as much weed as I could at the time, trying to deal with the pain I was dealing with and, you know, the lack of appetite and all those symptoms. And I wasn't getting the relief. So at that time, I was still on the fence about it. Like, yeah, they're saying it's going to work, but I'm not getting any relief from this cannabis I'm trying to shove down my body. Yeah. You You didn't realize that it had the the concentration. Exactly. You didn't realize that Mm -hmm. it had the actual like amount that was in there. Because, I mean, for the people that don't know, RSO was kind of the one of the really like first real like real concentrates other yeah. than hash i mean other than hash yeah. like from way back in the day like but i mean and, and as to my knowledge it was really one of the first real actual concentrates because of the way he made it yeah. you know it was like he would extract well, I mean, there was honey oil back in the day oh back okay in the day. honey so, oil okay. yeah that, i i can't even say the year i'm a stoner i'm gonna get it wrong okay but i do know in can my you pull dad's that up, man? can you see when honey it, oil first yeah came out? in my dad's Thanks, generation bro. and it used a special bong that actually you would dip a nail in it or a needle type deal okay and then they stick it on the bong and then you would smoke it like that oh, yeah okay. is that what they would put in the um, and it was made i've heard similar. lots of stories of tie sticks but i don't know actual like what they are 
Oh, it, yeah, it, they were gone before my time. Oh, okay, my, okay, gotcha. My dad did time in Leavenworth for those. Oh, really? Oh, yes. wow, that's crazy. <laughs> my dad had a very interesting life. But, um, yeah, so anyway, so, you know, I find out about all, all, all this stuff, so I start researching it. Well, not too long after that, we go camping. And I'm refusing medical treatment. I'm in serious pain, and I'm finding any way other than going to the doctor because you're not going to force me to do these things. I'm scared to death. This isn't my, you know... You're not going to make this decision for me, you know. So I was avoiding doctors, and then we went camping, and we just so happened to be camping next to these kids, and we went over because we had a, b- a bunch of weed saying, hey, you guys smoke weed, right? You know, you're not going to narc on us for right. smoking weed you here. Guys cool? Yeah, you guys cool? and they're like, hey, you want a dab? And I'm like, well, fuck yeah. I didn't Speaking know what the hell weed, it was. What one of these drugs? But I kept hearing about dabs. And my husband had, had dabs and everything, and so these kids had some stuff, you know, back in Prohibition Day, so it was really potent. Like, the numbers on it said, I, I swear, in the 90s. <laughs> like, I don't know, but I swear. Like, Yeah, um, it says that um, hash oils have been around since the 19th century, and they <clears throat> became pretty popular in the 1970s. Okay. Okay. So yeah. that would have been right, right, right before I was born. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize that it was around for that long. Yes. That long. Yeah. I knew like cannabis yeah. has been, but not. People were known oil. to blow themselves up because it was a similar process as um, yeah. as extracting yeah, because, now. Exactly, because you had to use the butane. Mm-hmm. And, and they it, still use the tubes and all that. For it was in a I fucking pressure cooker. So, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. You would blow up your fucking house if you did it wrong. And then, unfortunately, everybody would think that you had like a meth lab yeah. when you were just trying to make some fucking RSO. <laughs> That'd be tragic. Yeah. It would be tragic. <laughs> so, yeah, these kids gave me my first dab. And like, it was funny because Shit. my husband, who had taken yes please i'm gonna wait for you to tell the story okay. so we can let the people know what had, we're had taken a, a dab right before me and he's coughing his ass off like over in the woods and you know he's not taking it like a champ let's just say that mm. <laughs> and i sit there and i take my first dab ever and he said it was giant now granted i cough my ass off and i stood up and i looked at my stepson and i was like dude what are we gonna do like <laughs> let's go you know like Almost crackhead status because my body felt so freaking good. Like nice. I didn't feel stoned. Like I wanted to pass relief. out. Like it was instant relief. And then after that, that awesome. like I got on it. But at that time in our life, like we were like down and out. Like let's let's spark that. Okay. Okay. Cool. So <laughs> you brought a fucking little goodie. This was actually the first place high times winner in the I'm guessing cannabis cup, right? Yeah, I'm guessing cannabis. cannabis. Okay, yeah. I don't want to say it wrong. People's actually, People's Choice Award. People's Choice Award. Mm-hmm. The Ghost Train Haze. Ooh, from Decibel Louds. And they also won, uh, I think, first place in Oregon Growers Cup too. No shit. I think they took first place in that Decibel one too. Louds. That's uh, Decibel Farms. Decibel Farms. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. It says Decibel. Okay, gotcha. Decibel Farms. Well, shout out Decibel Farms. And it looks like this is actually rolled up in a little bit of uh, a little bit of goodies too. Yeah, I got that from West Premium Cannabis this morning, and Bree and Matt helped me. They help me usually on Sunday mornings. Shout out to Bree and Matt. Thanks yeah, a lot. they've That's been awesome. Dope. Here, you go ahead and spark awesome that up. Awesome pre-roll deals. Awesome. <laughs> Hell yeah. There you go. I popped over to there a couple times. I haven't been in there in a long fucking time. Uh, they've gotten better. <laughs> okay, cool. That's what's up. I didn't have no raise. I just I just hadn't been in there in forever. I had done some events there when I worked for uh, Northwest Kind back in the day. They were always really cool about me setting up shop in there, and I'd nice. bullshit with the bud tenders all the yeah. fucking time. They even invited me out for, um, for a drink one time. They were like, hey, we're going to go over to Midway. And I was like, nah, I got to go home. <laughs> I was like, but that sounds like fun. I appreciate it. I feel like I feel like a cool kid for once. That feels cool. From oh, someone yeah. who got bullied and as a, a 
really small kid, not high school. But anyway, let's go ahead and continue. Oh, yeah. So we were at, a, you know, a low point in our life. We were both starting over from scratch. So, you know, we were houseless. We weren't homeless, but we were houseless and stuff. And so I'm learning that this is going to be good medicine for me, but I have no freaking way to get it because it's too gosh darn expensive in the dispensary is when they first went to wreck. And, you know, I, I didn't have my own home to grow. So I literally was asking people for material. Mm-hmm. And as soon as it went legal, I even went so far as to go on Craigslist and ask people if they had stuff that they were going to throw away, mm-hmm. if they would donate it to me because I wanted to make this medicine. And I actually got a lot of people to donate it to me. Ran out the second I had enough and got some Everclear and made this stuff. But where Rick Simpson said, you know, you start off with a gain of rice, I was like, no, I'm going, you know, full bore, like... I'm getting as much of this stuff in me as fast as I can because it seemed like that was the right thing to do, you know, watching all of the videos and everything else. Yeah, well, you want to take it in its more concentrated form, you know, because otherwise you'll just smoke and smoke and smoke and smoke and smoke. And and also, I have to to do say that it does say to do this before chemo and radiation and all these other things that start to kill your body, Mm -hmm. you know. So since I was before all that, you know, if anything, I kind of went into it with the mindset that it would help my symptoms, yeah. if anything. And I was, I mean, every time I walked by the fridge, because I kept it in the fridge, fr- you know, in the fridge, so it would stay nice and hard, I could break a chunk off. Mm, okay. And then uh, every time I walked by it, like I was taking a chunk and, and eating it and sucking on it and sticking on on gummy bear or whatever like constantly until my eyes were burning and I could barely keep them open and all I wanted to do was go to sleep. So, I mean, I know for a fact it was over grams a day by the time I was done. And I did this for months straight. Um, More material kept falling in my lap. My husband was working his butt off and getting me more stuff. And like literally weekly, I was making grams of RSO and just eating it as fast as I could. And then I think it was about six months later, I finally went in for new scans because they found another funky tumor in my body. So I go in for these scans for this other funky tumor and find out that my tumor on my ovary is gone. It's gone. Like, it's not there anymore. Like, they had pictures from before where it was there and now, and it's not there anymore. Like, yeah. And That's it was a big crazy. tumor. Like, I was very swollen like, in I my mean, abdomen. How was, how was their reaction when they looked at it and saw that it wasn't there? They didn't believe me. They they really discredited me. They really, you know, kind of set it aside. Like, oh, you probably just went to another doctor or something. And, you know, oh, they really just kind of ignored me. But every time, I mean, even to this day, I go in, I don't want drugs. It goes to her, not oh. me. <laughs> I'm trying to I've got my own medicine. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> But yeah, the other funky tumor ended up being benign, no big deal. And, you know, me and my husband sitting there on pins and needles and I did end up having the parts removed. I had an oophorectomy, I think it was like two years ago now. And mm. so I have no fear of it coming back. It's it's gone. But Fucking yeah. A. Yeah. That- uh, yeah, at that time I wasn't ready for all that. You know, I was still at a a breeding age, so to speak, in yeah. my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I still had that biological clock ticking, so the thought of losing my woman part, so to speak, was almost as terrifying, too. Yeah, oh like, yeah, for sure. When I'm not a woman anymore. I can't make kids. Like, I know how stupid that is. No, that's not stupid But I mean, think of breast that's... cancer survivors. I'm not a woman anymore. I don't have breasts, yeah. you know? So I, I do believe it's along the same lines. Well, yeah, that. for sure. It's well, I mean, I could... Psychological thing. It's a... It's a, a, a... I mean, it's an 
evolutionary thing, you know, yeah. like, cause I mean, I could imagine, I mean, I know people that have had freaking, um, they're who have had hysterectomies and who have had procedures and like that, that can't have kids yeah. and like, and it's, it's devastating like yeah. that. I mean, that's, that's, that's a big thing for, uh, for, especially for a person who wants kids. Like, I mean, I guess if you didn't, then if you're just kind of like, Oh, whatever, cool. Then I didn't want kids anyway, you know, but, I and mean, then the hormonal reality is we do kind of turn into men and that's like really depressing. <laughs> oh yeah. I didn't even think about that too. Like, <laughs> we have nothing to look forward to. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even think about that. Actually, that would freaking actually affect your, everything mm-hmm. that freaking goes on. So, oh, yeah. I mean, like, so I mean, what did you do after that? So you went in, you got the scans, and you're like, "Holy shit, it's gone!" Yeah. So what? Did and, you- and I really talked to the doctor and stuff, but I mean, I I was on OHP. They weren't really listening to me. Yeah. You know, I for those I don't out know. of state, or OHP is the Oregon Health Plan, so it's a uh, the uh, the state level, you know, government uh, health. I mean, they were insurance. sending me to horrible doctors at the time that were giving me these horrible drugs when all I needed was vitamin D. Mm-hmm. So I mean, their credit was out the door. So I did definitely change from so that, when, and I go to a naturopath now, one hundred percent. Okay, nice. So yeah. when they when they diagnosed you, did it, it, it's did they like they weren't like, hey, let's let's start this right now, or were they just kind of like, do you want to start this? And you were like, nah, let me try it my own way first. Um, they were like, well, we need to start this, and I I think I was in shock. Okay, to be honest, I think I was in shock, and I I don't think I heard much of what they said. And I left, and I actually ended up leaving that state very shortly afterwards. Oh, okay. Yeah, which was, actually was a wonderful thing. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, and and I I did some soul searching, and was trying to figure out what I wanted to do, and it was just really odd. Mm-hmm. Really odd. I, I confided in my puppy a lot. Okay. <laughs> I did. My dog. She's she's my girl. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. And so I like, didn't want sympathy. I no. think that's what it was. I didn't want to tell anybody because I didn't want those looks. Okay. Which is why you kept quiet into it until yeah. now. Like you you just kind of like kept yeah. it really under wraps. If anybody asks, I shout it from the mountaintops. Like I've got a good friend battling cancer right now and God, she's so strong. She's been battling it for a long time, and it's just like at stay. Yeah, she's a, a fellow grandma. She, oh, okay. she, we share a grandson. Nice, yes, <laughs> nice. I love that's her. Awesome. And I'm always trying to make medicine that makes her feel better. That's good. You know, that's been a big goal of mine. Mm-hmm. And COVID really sucks because I can't go visit her and everything because I'm afraid that what if I have a germ I don't know. Yeah. And so I'm probably more paranoid than she is about it. But. Oh, okay. For sure. Yeah, definitely. I don't know if you know that um, I don't know now because it's been a while, but and technology changes all the time. But uh, ovarian cancer is not usually detected in blood work. And it's the silent killer of women because it goes undetected and untreated because we don't even know we have it. That's crazy. Like it was. My, Where does it get detected at? Um, it was. Um, they gave. They did imaging because oh, okay. I was having so much pain because my tumor was so big that it was pushing on other areas of uh, other organs in my body. Oh, okay. So, so they did like a scan of it. Uh huh. Because it that I was way. extremely persistent. Like, no, there's something wrong in there. Like. I was looking like a pregnant woman in my lower abdomen, like I was having a low pregnancy. Yeah. You know, I was having that much bloating. I was like, this isn't right. Like, what are you talking about? You know, and they're trying to give me antacids and gas pills and everything. And I was really persistent and finally got them to do imaging and they saw the tumor right away. Like, 
it was thank god you were persistent yeah that's so so weird they were almost like it seems like they were trying to like gaslight you without doing the imaging if you had to be persistent about it they were almost just like nah you're tripping it's all good like you know you're you're fine and then you're like no dude i don't think i am actually a homegirl of mine's fighting that right now with fibromyalgia like she's battling it right now and there's some people that are fucking like trying to like get gaslight her with different conditions that she has and stuff like that and she's like no and it's crazy because she's lost a shitload of weight is she young uh yeah she's like my age yeah yeah yep. yeah and she's actually only a year younger than yep. me so we don't know what we're talking about you know and it's really funny because they still treat me that way even though i'm older than half the doctors i see mm-hmm. and they don't realize it until they look down and like oh I'm like, dude, I've been dealing with my body a lot longer than you've been practicing medicine. Right. I promise you, you're not much older than my little girl. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and also it's like, you know yourself. Yeah. It's like, I mean, it. it, And they'll still treat you like you're you're seeking drugs, like pills. And I, I, that's the first thing I say. I don't want your shit. I want you to tell me what's wrong. Especially back in the day when it came to cannabis. A lot of people don't realize you had to go to special doctors. Mm-hmm. Like, they, like remember the, the Hemp and Cannabis Foundation? Yeah. Like, that was how I know so many people that got their med cards was only because of yeah. the THCF, you know? Like, and they freaking, um, which is amazing that their initials were THCF. Like, that's super awesome. fucking yeah. cool. The Hemp and Cannabis Foundation, THCF. But, uh, like, uh, when I was looking into getting my medical card, that's where I was always fucking referred to because they had doctors there that were cannabis-friendly. And for those that don't know, that was a, a rare thing oh, yeah. back in the day. Like, that was a really taboo thing for a doctor to be cool with weed. Oh, yeah. You know? Like, I mean, unless you had, like, you know, you told them that you did smoke weed because yeah. then they generally didn't care because it was just like, oh, okay, whatever. That's just cannabis. Like, we don't mm-hmm. care about that. But they technically had to do something about it, you oh, know? Yeah. that was the fir- That's the first thing they, they, when they're going through my chart, oh, you smoke cannabis still? Of course. Of course I do. <laughs> of course I do. <laughs> I'm an Oregonian. I'm smiling, aren't I? <laughs> right. I'm fucking living in Oregon. Of course I fucking I use cannabis. <laughs> Duh. But yeah, it's it's been a, an amazing journey and, and everything. But, you know, it, I, I've also been really sad about how the cannabis industry is going. Like, I don't know about the medical days. I wasn't here. I hear the stories from people I do know that, that helped pave the way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, their disappointment in the change. And me, just with common sense, knew that it was going to be bad when people started making money. Yeah, and then yeah. we yeah we talk about that a lot here on the podcast. I mean, yeah, I like, know. Like like I said, hanging out, like paying homage to the OMMP is like such a freaking important thing, you know. It's yeah, and it's it, it if it wasn't for the medical marijuana programs, and I hate using the M word. I that's why I always use cannabis. But for those that don't know, look up the history behind the word marijuana. I'm not going to educate you now, but the the medical marijuana programs, like if it wasn't for them, like like I said, we wouldn't have wreck and then you have these people that were the same doctors that mm-hmm. would have said no to them are yeah. you know are now saying well there's a lot of money in this uh marijuana cannabis stuff this uh, whole industry seems like it's pretty cool let's go ahead and uh let's go ahead and put some money down into it and then yeah. boom now they have a say in how shit runs when they were the same ones that would have arrested us yeah it's like that's there should be some sort of like vetting process to be yeah. like where were you when the battle was fought you yeah. know, before this happened, where were you? Were you in the trenches? Yeah. Or were you over there in the high tower shooting down at us? My other you question know? is, did you ever smoke? Or is your experience with marijuana stuff that you read in books or heard from friends? Yeah. Because some of... Oh, I'm good. You good? Okay. Yeah. Some of these people, I, I swear, like, how who, who decides the dosing? Yeah. I, people can't heal themselves. And, you know, working in a dispensary, I watch cancer patients in pain. 
and I'm a very empathetic person. So we like, it really broke my heart. Like one time I, I teared up, man. And, and I'm watching her try to get edibles and I know damn well, this is going to do nothing for her. And she's trying and grasping for marijuana to help her. And there's nothing I can freaking do about it. You know, yeah. like I, I, I can't sit there and offer her, you know, offer her stuff that I can make in my own kitchen for her, but you know, it's it's stupid. I know, and it it's is. and it's we've taken the medicine out of it, yeah, and then it's sure. THC driven. Yeah, yep. exactly. And I thought that's what I was going to say next. And it's like not only are you not able to help out a patient, like a patient, because you can't even give medical advice. Yes, like you're not even allowed yes. to do that. You can only be like, well, when I was doing this, you yes. know, it's like, see, luckily for you, you can help a cancer patient because you're like, well, I had cancer, and when I did it, I was using this. Yes. So like that's exactly what you could say. But like you know, you're not allowed to do that. You know not allowed to give medical advice but yeah like you were saying the um the thc part is something that's just like oh god like we try to educate people so much here on the show that is how little thc oh my god it's so annoying. really it, it, i mean it, it means something it, it does. does it, it does, does. <laughs> day jinx uh <laughs> like it's the entourage effect though ex- yes exactly. thank you exactly you it's everything. the entourage effect you need everything you know it's like think of it like Think of it like a band mm-hmm. and like, you know, it's like the, the THC is really just like the bass player. But if it's not working with the CBD, who's the drummer, yeah. it's not going to it's not going to function right. You know, and then if it's if you don't have these other ones who are the guitar players and the singers mm-hmm. and the other instrumentals. Now you have this beautiful thing that your body mm-hmm. is consuming, you know, rather than like these little chunks. So something else from my own experience was back when I was in prohibition days and I didn't know why something or medical days and I'd see that there was CBN and CBG and CBC in there and it made me feel better. But when I Google it and research it, there's no reason that they tell me why. And now suddenly there's getting to be research and it's because it's better than CBD and we've hyped up all this CBD and CBG and CBN are far better Mm -hmm. and they have more uh, cancer fighting. They're uh, more neuroprotectants, better anti-inflammatory. Well, they're really like the medicinal things like that are in there. You know, it's like the THC is the psychoactive, but everything else is what's doing it. It's like the THC. But you put those things back in, like you take some of those edibles or something that are the one to one to one to one. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you get such a better effect. Oh, for sure. Anything that's full spectrum. (laughs) Yeah. Anything that's full spectrum is phenomenal. That's why, that's why like I always ask about edibles in the shops. Like I was like, what's the most full spectrum edibles you guys have? Because I always get that look from bud tenders too. They're like, I like this fucking guy. Yeah. Yeah. Because like that's how you get the real strong edibles is like yeah. when you get that because like you could take one wheat you can take the one strain that's like you know like sixteen percent THC and then you could smoke one that's like thirty two percent THC and yeah. it, like and that sixteen percent will get you more stone oh yeah you know I, I show this to people I'll show this yeah I'll show this people all the time I'll have two different buds and I'm like which one do you think has the most THC yeah and they'll always pick the one that just you know like might like look the prettiest or something like that but I'm exactly. like no. No, it's actually this one over here. Yeah. You know, like, and then I'm like, yep, yep, yeah. And it's like you would rather smoke this one, which actually has less. And I guarantee this is going to get you more stoned. Yeah, you know, it's like that's why you'll still Same see. Same thing, top being shelf. a bud tender. Yeah, they don't listen to you. Yeah, exactly. They like a good number. Exactly. No, no, no. What do we know? We only work with weed. Uh, yeah, I, know. Uh, I need that thirty-two percent. That's like the way I compare that. It's like walking into a liquor store and being like, I have to have a hundred percent alcohol. Right. I can't yeah. have anything. I like. only yeah. drink Everclear. Yes. Yummy. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> 
but yeah, you're you're totally right, man. It's like you can't walk into a liquor store and be like, oh yeah, I only want to drink 100 percent alcohol. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like I've had you know fucking I, a lot of the booze I drink is usually only like 35 to 40 percent anyway. So yeah, it's no like kidding. I don't get really super strong stuff, but I'm also a little bit of a whiskey gal, so I got I'm a bit of a snob when it comes to my booze. <laughs> I worked at a distillery. Oh yeah, for sure. And that that is a really frustrating thing with the God, with the THC thing. It's just like yes. people just listen. Just, just, it's it, it's not that fucking huge of a deal with THC. No. God damn it, get out of it. And you're only feeding into the 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 fucking. I, I hate to use such a cliche word, but the, the you know the capitalization of cannabis. You yes. know, it's like and it and it should be a, in a controlled capitalizing way, but it's not. There's yeah. not going to be a cap. There's not going to be a control, no. and it's only going to be well. We have the highest THC. You now we have the higher THC, and then yeah. pretty soon flowers out of deal. the picture. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. It's just it's becoming way too cutthroat. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's why it breaks my heart when I see my old mom and pop fucking weed shops turn into fucking chains now. Like, yeah, it really bums me out. And what really bugs me more is that, you know, whenever a, uh, a chain or something like that gets bought and it doesn't change the name of the person who bought it, that yeah. really sucks. Because a lot of people don't realize there's a bit of that going on right now in the weed industry, too. Yeah. There's certain companies that would that are buying up chains and not changing the name and not yes. realizing that it's one monopoly that actually owns, like, five or six different chains, you know. Mm-hmm. And so there's a couple different companies in multiple states, too. Like, this is happening all over the place. A homeboy of mine over in Michigan was educating me about it. And a homeboy of mine over in freaking um, Florida. I look at his videos on Instagram and he was showing me some of the dispensaries that are in there and they yeah. look like a lot of them look like um, like just like labs or like like have that really old like everything's like white like you know everything's like really really like super like clean it almost looks like um yeah. like you know and I don't know it looks too much like a pharmacy it's like it's a medicine but don't make it look so much like a lab when yeah. you walk in you know <laughs> I went to this one dispensary in Weed California and it was so weird. I, I really felt like at any moment, like I was going to get patted down. Oh, really? Yeah. It was small. Like the security guards, like giant and like almost in your face. And the other guy's like, wait right there. And oh, the fuck? Like, okay, what kind of customers dude, did y'all get just want here? some pre-rolls. I'm in weed. Calif- you know, I'm in weed. I got to get some weed. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. This is for a moment trip. I didn't bring anything. Gizmo. No. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Gizmo. This studio cat always got to interrupt some part of the episode. He's already been in here once. It's okay. I know. Come I've on, been bud. looking around for come him. He's a cutie pie. Yeah. He'll, he'll come up when he decides. But yeah, it was as definitely eye opening going around. And when we went to California and then over into Nevada. And of course, anytime I saw a dispensary, I stopped because. Like, it's, of course. It's, yeah. You have to. Of course. Yeah. You know? Like, Ooh, <laughs> yeah. yeah so of course we did. And everywhere it was just so different and it weed shops are so scarce out of Oregon mm-hmm. like California you would think would be weed shops no there ain't no weed shops it is so hard to well, weed Oregon shops. like <laughs> when they when we first like became wreck it's kind of a problem like we were talking about earlier in the podcast whenever you have the wrong eyes and the wrong people coming in yeah. but like whenever they uh, whenever we first became wreck they really just opened the floodgates and they yeah. were just like open a shop open a shop just be uh, like x distance from this shop and then just be x distance from a school yeah. you know like that was really the only two things and if you could afford the license and you could afford the shop you could get the fucking shop you know yeah. like and it was like that but then they eventually had to put the cap on the license and be like yeah. hold up hold up we have more dispensaries than we do starbucks right 
now. Yeah. <laughs> and like we actually, which was a, a real fact at one point, we actually did have more dispensaries than we did fucking Starbucks in Oregon. I was going to say, I read an article in like 2016 that was saying we we're about to surpass uh, Starbucks with yeah. dispensary locations. Yeah, yeah, we did it. too. We, we fucking did. And, uh, and I was like, of course we would, you know? It's like, of course yeah. Oregon would be that fucking, <laughs> that state. Because, I mean, Oregon's been down with weed for a very, very, very long time. We were the first state to decriminalize yeah. in the 70s. And we fucking have been Tiny. on this for a long time. Nope, there's yeah. Gizmo. He's going to pop in one of our laps as soon as we ignore him. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You call him up, he'll tell you to go fuck yourself. You start ignoring him. Oh, yeah. of course, yeah. Yeah, but ah, oh, that's crazy. So one thing, as you know, you know you're a big fan of the show. I want to transition to this real quick. We yeah. always like to get from everybody. So tell me your first time you ever got stoned. Oh, my first time I ever got stoned. Okay, it was actually the sixth grade, and I was super wow. nervous. About- Earliest age on the show so far. That's what my age is. Sixth grade sixth was grade. your sixth grade too? Yeah. Okay. Well, how old were you? Uh, thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, yeah, I was like twelve or thirteen. Twelve or thirteen. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I, I think I, I was. I I was a year behind. I had a crazy childhood, but anyway. Yeah, I so could I was go a into year months, behind. but we're not going to go that far. It's all good. Let's yeah, just, let's just so I was twelve or thirteen, <laughs> and um, um, over by my school there was some woods, and I skipped out during lunch, and some older kids were back there smoking pot, and I was really nervous about this test, and these like uh, seventh eighth graders like here, and I'm like, all right, fuck it. <laughs> You know, so, you know, I wasn't strange to pot. Like, I remember when I was a kid, my parents smoking pot when I, you know, so it wasn't. The cool upperclassmen of the middle school. Uh, yeah. So, so I went over there and I got, got under the bleachers, and, and I relaxed and I aced my test. And Fucking I'd have a. to say I started self-medicating ever since. Fucking A. That's awesome. <laughs> That's so cool that you like got high and aced your test. That's awesome. Yeah. It helped a lot because I have anxiety. I, I don't I can't do public speaking mm. like I you know, crowds and stuff mm. and test anxiety like. Even taking my driver's license, the most terrifying thing was somebody sitting in the car judging me. It's nerve wracking. (laughs) I'm a great driver too. Like I'm a fucking phenomenal driver, and it's yeah, it's very nerve wracking to have someone just sitting there and marking notes, and they're like, "Don't worry about what I'm doing." And I'm like, "Go to hell!" Yeah, that was awesome. But I knew I was doing good when I I didn't see her mark a single thing. Like during the whole fucking test, so I knew I was doing all right, nice. and like, and I didn't actually didn't get my license until I was twenty three. Like, I actually didn't get my driver's license until late, late, late age, and it was me only too. because I just didn't have anybody that would let me use their car. That's all yeah. I needed. I was just like, just let me get used to your car. It's not like I needed to learn how to drive. I learned how to drive yeah. when I was like nine. But, like, I never driven a lot of cars, you know? And yeah. so I just needed somebody. Shout out to Misty, who's the one that painted that Batman painting right there. She finally awesome. was like, yo, Joe, I'm going to help you get your license. And I'm like, are you fucking sure? Because I've been told this before. And they they bail out whenever they're like, hey, let me drive your car today. And they're yeah. like, no, I'm busy. I got shit to do. And she's like, no, we're going to do it. And then within three months of living with her, had my fucking license. Yeah. I was like, that's all I needed. That's all I needed. Just give me your goddamn car for a little while. Yeah. And- I accidentally got my license. I've never taken a driving test. Oh, you're one of those loophole licensees. I went in for my <laughs> permit, and I guess because of my age, they printed out a license. And I just never let it lapse. Okay. So I never had to take a driving test. Wow. There you go. <laughs> I've the written. And then, you know, even going state to state, when you go state to state, you only have to take the written. As oh, long yeah. as your there license you is current. Oh. 
So yeah. There you go. Oh, well, let's, let's, <laughs> I never took let's a hope driving test. from the DMV is listening. <laughs> oh, it's okay. I don't have my license now. Like, well, Tammy, looks like we're gonna pencil you in at Gladstone. <laughs> at this I know, huh? <laughs> Eventually, in the future, we're going to get an audio engineer just to do this shit. We're going to get an audio engineer, camera operators, and that way Shelby can just chill there, watch the monitors, and yell at the camera operators from the microphone and be like, you better vote this fucking thing right now. We need to blow you up and get you sponsored so that we can get you a bigger space for that. Uh, working on that. Working on that. I have some I have some in the works. I have some sponsors in the works right now. It's... Uh, I have some people that have, you know, set like merch and shit like that, you know, yeah. it's like, you know, shout out again to Happy Cannabis for oh, providing yeah. these dope ass fucking coffee mugs. I drink from these every single episode. And uh, I, I got some I got some stuff that's in the works right now. We got and then also we're eyeballing different stuff because like just after this, we're actually going to be going to a fucking uh, meeting to go sh- uh, uh, shoot a commercial for somebody. We're going to oh, yeah. go do a location shot. We already got things all basically storyboarded out. We just got to get things like ready and finalized and tweaked out once we get there and really fucking pumped to do that. How you feeling about that, dude? I'm stoked. Are you stoked? <laughs> I'm stoked to see this thing finalized. I know I, it's going to be great. I know, dude. I'm really pumped to make yeah. this. I love I love making videos. Like it is so much fucking fun. <laughs> like I love editing, I love shooting video, and I love that I got a partner over here to do it with. Fucking air bump from right there. We can put a sound effect right there. There we go. <laughs> just we got to put like one of those old kung fu like <laughs> I do that all the time when I'm doing show like <laughs> busting out them fucking kung fu noises. I give myself sound effects through life, so it's okay. I do it all the time. Me I too. just to make myself laugh. You I know, too. there won't be nobody around either. I was I was <laughs> acting like a dad before I was even a dad. So I was doing that yeah. shit all the fucking time. Oh, that's fucking gross. Gross. Uh, great. Great. Gross. Great. Why did I say that? I'm fucking so stoned. I'm going to take a bong hit actually real quick. Oh yeah. We got that mellow vibes too. Oh, that's right. Should we fucking spark one of these up? Then? Why let's not? Let's uh, let's get one of these. So we got, let's see, Groovy Doobie and another Groovy Doobie oh, from Mellow Vibes. Mandarin Cookies and Pineapple Upside Down Cake. What you feeling? What? Mandarin Cookies or Pineapple Upside Down Cake? I'm good. Come on. Come on. Cookies. I love cookies. Cookies? Okay. okay. Let's do it. Pineapple is that upside down cake it is. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Only cookies I get to eat. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what kind do you want? Well, we're not smoking it, so. <laughs> you said you were good, so. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to bust your balls real quick, but you still can't partake. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I didn't even bring the weed. I can't, I can't make that decision. You should hit this first, actually, Shelby, just because you said you don't want to partake. Yep. Here you go. Finish sparking that up. <laughs> We're gonna get Shelby lit before we go to this meeting. What's great too is she'll yeah, watch this girl, episode. <laughs> my, my girl with cancer, so we had to get Hella Stone for so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Let's do it. What's her name? <laughs> Renee. Renee. Shout yeah. out to Renee. We're gonna get nice and baked for you. Fuck it. Let's go ahead and smoke all three of these on the fucking episodes like right now. We got you. There Renee. we go. We got about. We got about 12 minutes until we're hitting an hour, not to mention the little tiny break, and we were rolling for a little while anyway, so we got we got time. It's all good. <laughs> so tell me, if you could smoke with any celebrity, who would you smoke with? And Shelby, I'm going to ask you this, too. Morgan Friedman. Now, I think that is a great choice. I think that he <laughs> is a very intelligent man. That would be 
and he has lived good. a long time and um he's done a lot lot for the community you know and he doesn't have to put it out there for everybody to give him credit mm -hmm. actually um he did uh, i watched him in a community play he he came out and did a community play in washington dc when i was a young teenager and it was a christmas story <laughs> and yeah i actually got to meet him and shake his hand Who'd he play um he played uh ebenezer Oh, Christmas Carol! You or mean. Christmas Carol? Yes, oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. A Christmas Carol. I was but it just was like, set in, please tell me he played the dad. It was in, in nowadays. Story. No, it was nowadays times. Yeah, of a Christmas Carol. Oh, that would be fuck. Oh wow, that is that's a good that's a good yeah. answer, and that's one that not a lot of people would pick either. I and like that. And he is a cannabis advocate. No, and, totally. Yeah. yeah, totally. A lot. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize that he's actually. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and also. Um, Montel yes, too. Yes, Mont very much. So. I actually really like Montel's podcast. He has well, he has a podcast called Let's Be Blunt. Oh really? Like, yeah, I did he, not and know he that. talks a lot about medicinal cannabis. You should check that one out. Yeah, yeah, he's. Still, I know he's. He's, he's doing still awesome really with that involved MS. in the scene. Yeah. Oh yeah, my sister has MS actually. Oh oh. Yeah, my I sister a, has MS. She's, I have a she's friend been, on the internet that has MS. I've never met her in person, but yeah, she's. Uh, I've talked to her. She's been battling that for a hot minute now. Man, and she's she's uh, she's been doing good as long as she can use cannabis. It sucks though because yeah. like. Like she'll has she'll need certain things and then they'll be like, Well, you can't have weed in your system and then she'll like then they basically like fucking put it in her yeah. head like she's doing the wrong thing. Oh and I I, I oh, hit, yeah. Bad. I was keeping the rotation oh, going. It's all good. Yeah, and I've I've seen that a lot with people where they have to choose between pain meds and cannabis, where you know, if you let them smoke the cannabis, they might be able to wean off the pain meds. Well, not only that, even doctors that'll see you in general. Yeah. If you even just want to use cannabis, because some of them are just like, Nope, not dealing with that because it's just like and even even with legalization because it's still federally illegal. Like it's still not legalized like under federal law, but because we live in the state of Oregon, we're able to use it. You yeah. know, and it's 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 fucked and it sucks and she has to deal with so much bullshit and stuff and a lot of people don't know about MS too, not only what your your body goes through but your mind like your mind yeah. goes through so much it it can trigger your anxiety your depression yes. it, can, it can do so many bad things if you're already struggling with these things in general and especially exactly. Especially for those that have dealt with any sort of trauma or any sort of, you know, underlying diseases in general, like, or like I said, any sort of mental disorders. And it's, it's, it's really, fuck, this fucking watch. It's, I mean, not uh, to get all, you know, like, it's I really don't fucking like brutal. my sob story, but I, my PTSD, my somewhat agoraphobia. Yeah. yeah Cannabis it, helps all those things. Exactly. And I don't have to take these crazy drugs that make me a zombie. You know, I smoke some weed and it makes me a lot more friendly. <laughs> yeah, same here. Same here. Like, uh, and normally when I take tea breaks and it's like I can function fine. I'm definitely not. I, I feel like I'm not fully myself in my mind and my soul. I am in my body, but I'm not in my mind and my soul. If that makes sense. Yeah. And it it's like. I, I, mean, I can do fine, but I'm a I'm a dick. The first like week I have to quit, like I am not a fucking fun person to be around because my anxiety is through the fucking roof. Like it's just like because like like we've talked about like you've said it's like it's like filing cabinets, you know. Mm -hmm. It's like and for me it's just like that. But the way I describe it, it's almost like it's like a hurricane. It's like it's like you're in like standing in the middle of a fucking cyclone. <laughs> Kispo. Ugh, normally you hate the smoke, buddy. I don't know yeah. why you want to be around it now. It's like you're standing in the middle of a cyclone, and then all of a sudden the cyclone just kind of goes, 
Yeah. Like, and you're just like, oh, okay, that's what was bugging me. You know, mm-hmm. it's like you're in like one of those aquariums that's like surrounding you all of a sudden, you know, but originally you got fucking dizzy and it feels really like a lot and you have all these things flying at you at the same time and you're in this cyclone and then all of a sudden everything just slows down. Yeah. You know, but then it's like the flash. Is everything slowing down or are you moving faster? Mm, good question. You go ahead and ponder on that for a minute, I, listeners. I, I just won't quit. <laughs> I, I've thought about it, and I'm, I'm a healthier, happier person, and yeah, I don't want to deal with some quitting. Like, there's no reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, for sure, definitely. No, I don't want to anymore. It does I've limit had... my opportunities because people still want a drug test. Exactly. I was just going to say I was, about? that's you were just in my brain. <laughs> I was I was going to say that exact same fucking thing because it's you know, like I can't come to work without the. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right? Like, do you even want me to? Yeah, you don't like, want me. Do you want me to, to be know. tolerable when I'm at work? Yeah. Like, do you, come on. Do you, do you, even, do you, do you even want me to like asking? people, or do you do you want me to? Right. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and that sucks because I've actually, you know, like as a as like you know things were opening back up and shit, I was applying for more jobs and everything, mm-hmm. and they're like, hey, we want to hire you. And I had this really great fucking interview with this really dope company. It's like walking distance from here. Yeah. And it was like going to be Monday through Friday, great fucking pay. I was going to be on my feet all day long, and I was going to be basically exercising all day long. And they were like, yeah, we really like you. Nailed the interview. And they're like, we want to hire you, but we're not THC friendly. And I was like, bro, I got a cannabis podcast. I yeah. ha- I kind of have to keep smoking. Like, yeah, no kidding. I can't I can't even run this show. You can be a poser. No, exactly. I'm not for that at all. I'm not going to be a poser. Fuck no that kidding. shit. That's like wearing a band shirt and you don't even listen to the band. You know, yeah. it's like, I can't be that way. I can't run this podcast and not get high. No, come on. Here you go, bro. Sorry. It always throws me off when I get past it. You need to just freaking need to move you over this way a little closer, and we need to get you like a like an extended arm that we can just pass the joint to, and it like retracts back to you. Can you drive a drone? We need to have like a retractable arm, right, with a button. Like you could just goes like it just goes and it clicks, yeah. like right. And we and then you just have a little button. We can just you have it. And it opens up, like and then we can just have it, and it clips down to the joint. And you just and it just. Pulls it right back to grabbers. you. Those little grabbers to get things that's, out of high air. That's what I was just saying. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. it needs to be one of those grabbers, but it needs to be on a retractable arm. Yeah. So you can just like, like, and then you can click a button and it just comes to you. <laughs> we just need to have some sort of thing on the ground because it'll ash it at the same time when it yes. pulls back so yeah. fucking fast. Yeah, you gotta think ahead sometimes, you know. What about like one of them Roombas or something, and you could stick an ashtray yeah, on it? Oh my god, a, a fucking yeah, like a little vacuum, s- so you're cleaning the floor. You while need you're to make at one it. that's specifically for passing joints. That yeah. would be fucking great. Someone hit knock on the door. I think so. Sounded like it. Does he have a big beard? No, no oh, okay. it wasn't you. No, I've I've seen your husband on oh. the Facebook pictures. So oh, okay. <laughs> it wasn't him. No, that's why I was looking at first. He looks a little more mountain man right now because I'm trying to get him to grow his hair back out. Hell yeah, I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> I miss his hair. <laughs> that's fucking great. I have to keep my beard like 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 basically like kind of like groomed to a certain way, the way I want it to grow, because my mustache grows really fucking fast. Like it grows really fucking quick. Yeah. So I have to keep this down and then keep this kind of longer. And then that's the great thing about having a beard is you can adjust the shape of your face, yeah. you yes. know, and I'm one of those guys that's a really round face. Like if this was gone, my chin will just be like flat looking. It's always like, funny when I grab it up and it's like, whoa, your face is so much smaller under there. Right. Because he's had a beard for so long. Mm-hmm. What were we talking about? Sorry. Um, oh, shit, yeah. 
I have no idea. I know we first started the conversation talking about who we'd want to smoke weed with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smoke weed with. Okay, so let's go ahead and transition to your answer then. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have two for two different reasons. I'd, I'm going to murder this name, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Fuck yeah, yes, dude. Because I would like to get really high and have him blow my mind. Um, <laughs> and then Peter Dante uh, from Grandma's Boy. Oh, I feel like yeah. Great choice. Yeah. Great choice. Yeah. Did you ever hear the story uh, from Nick Swartzen about him on the set of Grandma's Boy? No. Bro, it's a great fucking story, man. So it's one of his stand-up jokes, but I'm going to butcher it, but I'm going to tell the story anyway because it's really fucking funny. I'm not going to tell it like Nick Swartzen does, but he was saying that on the um, on the set, on the set of Grandma's Boy, they had like, you know, like they couldn't smoke like real weed, you know, yeah. and they they had like this like fake weed that they were using. And um, like uh, Dante came up to Nick Swartzen and he was like, he's like, bro, did you see the fucking weed they gave us? He's like, I'm not going to smoke this. They gave me fake weed, man. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, he's like, you know, I'm going to do I'm going to smoke my own fucking weed. <laughs> no shit. So he brought his own weed to the set. And then they ended up having to do like f- like like fucking like a bunch of different takes. Like I can't remember what the number was that he said, but like uh, I think it was like twelve or some shit like that. And the the take started with him taking a bong hit, so he okay. had to just take just real bong hits straight to the dome. So when yeah. you see it in the movie, he's really taking hits in that fucking scene. <laughs> That's like, funny. and then after they were done filming, he comes up to Dick Swartzen. He's like, "Bro, I can't feel my fucking skull." <laughs> Like that's such a great fucking story. I can't believe they don't let him smoke real weed. How are you going to get real acting? Unions, federal funds, investors, that's producers, that kind of bullshit. Get the fuck over it. That's why independence all the way to go now. Because I mean, it's like, do you even really need that shit anymore? I was just listening to an interview with Hobson this morning. Hobson's like one of my favorite rappers, and I was listening to yeah, I was listening to him on uh, Impulsive Logan Paul's podcast. Yeah, I was listening to him on there, and he was just talking about like all the different shit he was trying to do like with funk volume at the very beginning and he had all these like these different distributors that he feel like he had to use and these managers and all this other kind of bullshit and he was just yeah. like realized like there were how many cooks were in the fucking kitchen you know and that there was just way too many there was oh, way God, too yes. many hands and then he was just like you know we could just do this shit our fucking selves he's like what are we fucking <laughs> doing you know it's like we don't yeah. even need to do this so i mean i think independent is really just going to be the wave of the future because we all have computers in our pockets yes. like we have self-distribution if you have the material i mean if you have the supply the demand will buy it yeah like that's just the way life works you just got to figure out what is your supply because everyone's got something yeah you know whether you're extrovert introvert it doesn't matter everyone's got something it's yeah. just what is your supply? That's the hardest thing. Yes. It's just figuring out what is it. You know, I think I think this podcast works really well because I played in bands. I've done film. I've done music. I've done I've done a lot of different things, you know, and it just seems like this is the one that's I don't know. I'm enjoying the most, you know, so I'm kind of just rolling with it. You, you know, know? <laughs> and, I came to the realization that farm life, that's that's mine. Like. Getting dirty, working with my hands, working See, with I love animals. Doing that too. Working like, with the animals again, and you know, be profitable. animals. I don't have any experience with. Neither but. did I, dude. But I had common sense, and that's all it took. Well, yeah, and it was one of the most rewarding things I ever and you did. You just gotta love them and just understand. You just gotta respect the beast. I never <laughs> thought in a million years I would be sitting here missing, waking up at four o'clock in the morning and shoveling horse shit. I mean, who, whoever th- you know, growing up in the city and, and stuff, enjoying it and enjoying it, missing it now, like. You good, bro? 
give anything for that life again. So yeah, that's definitely in my in my future. We gotta keep going. Oh heck yeah. Fucking A. Like I said, we're doing good. We're doing good. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta smoke all this for your homegirl. Oh hell yeah. We don't fuck around here on the hippie speedball. What's her name again? Renee? Renee. Renee Salute. Yep. Thank you so much for showing so much love before we even recorded. I saw like that you posted oh, like yeah. you all these episodes and Thank you for show, uh, freaking showing Dan's, the Oops Caught Me Smoking interview oh, I did. Oh, yeah, yeah, I Dan saw that. That was really great. cool when I stumbled on that. Dan and Johnny Blaze from freaking The Cloud Chronicles. If Everybody, after you're done listening to this, go check out Oops Caught Me Smoking and The Cloud Chronicles podcast. Yeah. Great fucking shows to listen to. They're all fucking awesome, awesome people. And I've been on both of their shows, too. So there's there's interviews with me on there and... I'm going to have them on. I've done like Smoke Buddy Saturday with yeah. the two of them, uh, but I want to have the two of them on whenever we can do it in person. Like, yeah. that's what I really want to do. So, if I, like right now, I'm working on some things to be able to take the show on the road. So that yeah. way I can go stop down in Texas where Johnny Blaze is, right and then on. I can go roll up to fucking Michigan. We got yeah. to take a little road trip at some point, <laughs> like down. as a team. How dope would that be? <laughs> be so Let's fun. all fucking pile up in the car and just go disappear for like a week. Oh, and we'll awesome. just go hit, hit the fucking road. But I didn't know about a lot of these shows until I heard heard about your show yeah. so your show has actually opened my eyes to other shows yeah there's a whole little wave of all these little yeah. weed podcasts there's also one that's uh, called medical mondays that's been around for a little while i've just recently started listening to them thank you sir and you have so many local people which is what's also interesting you know yes you know the famous people are all cool and these people that get to, to all yeah. over the place that's and that'll awesome come. and that'll come but you've got the local people mm-hmm. you know and that's just as interesting and sometimes it's more interesting and more captivating you know because we have a likelihood of hey i've been there before oh i know that person oh i've smoked that farm yeah, yeah. exactly you know? exactly and also it's like you know the the locals the the local weed shop I mean it's like these are the people I love, you yeah. know, it's like, these are the ones that are loving me. Like these are the yeah. ones that are playing me in the dispensaries. These are the ones that like, even if it, I wouldn't have been recognized from a stranger. You're one of the it... reasons I leave the house. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh thank you. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's, you know, it's, yeah. And I'm, I'm glad, thank you for recognizing that. I appreciate that because that's, yeah. that's one of my main things. And I figure because as I'm learning more about myself in this whole process and, and growing the podcast and, and, you know, just kind of doing this whole venture that we're getting onto right now, you know, we're kind of just like, we just got these new cards made and that's going to be really cool. And we got people playing the show and, uh, fucking three different shops soon to be four. Mm -hmm. And so now, now that we're kind of doing this, I'm, I'm noticing that my, my, my personality is kind of, uh, has the ability to carry, you know, carry me in different places i'm starting yeah. to realize this you know as it's kind of growing as people are like hey i dig your show i dig your show yeah. like as people are liking it and stuff so for that reason is why i want to have so many local people on why whenever someone lo- owns a business if someone's yeah. like if anybody's listening and they're like hey i own this business i got a fucking little brick and mortar shop Actually, you know and i, I got know, this thing little brick and mortar shop that's all women owned and operated see and i'm down for shit like that i love that yeah you should swing into that. nebula because yeah and if- um I, it's on powell oh my goodness and i'm gonna have a brain fart at the worst time mm-hmm. and i don't have my phone in front of me yeah it's okay. oh no yeah i know, we'll I know where it's at you do yeah, yeah nebula okay. cannabis mm-hmm. and, and my girl trish works there and yeah 
that's an all woman owned and operated little shop too. Oh wait, yeah, yeah, I know Nebula. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I'm zoning out for a second. No, I was listening. Though. I was listening. That would be fucking great. I love. Yeah, and you I were love, doing the the, the I, boss women of cannabis. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. I had freaking I had all women on for Heck the yeah. entire month of March. You know, like that was that was freaking Women's Month on Hippie Speedball Podcast. Shout out to all the freaking boss ass ladies that were on that fucking month. Oh yeah, that was a that was a, that was a really fun month. I learned I learned a lot about all these different freaking people and lots of management styles having oh, yeah. lucia on was fucking dope yeah. shout out lucia and she brought a bunch of different goodies and those quantum socks are super super comfy by the way they they're like my comfy, they're like my favorite socks i've ever ever owned so oh yeah and i'm and i'm old so i appreciate good socks of but course. uh as i was saying it's like I, i'm realizing as we're kind of able to grow this show in my eyes if i have the ability to have this personality and this voice that people for some reason like to listen to I, I'm surprised by it, but it's true. So I figure if people are listening and people are willing to want to, why not just have all the people that yeah. I'm, I'm interested in just be like, hey, people are listening to me. I want them to hear you, too. <laughs> like, you know, it's yeah. like, you know, it's like whenever you told me when we were talking in the shop, you know, we were just talking briefly about it. You weren't even like, hey, let me come on your show sometime. Mm-hmm. We were just talking briefly about your time with medicine in regards to cannabis. And you told me a little bit and I was just like. Would you be willing to talk about this on the show? I was like, that would be fucking. I know. Cool. I was so nervous as shit. And and thank you so much for doing that. Like, yeah. And I feel really honored the fact that you picked this show to kind yeah. of be able to come out and say, hey, this is something that I went through, people. Like, I, I I really wish a couple of years ago when I went to the Global Cannabis March that I would have been able, like, had the guts to speak up and say, hey, let me speak, mm-hmm. you know, because I've got a good story. And I didn't because I'm still like real shy about it and getting up in front of a bunch of people with an audience. For sure. Is like, <gasps> yeah, definitely. Well, at least here you don't have to have the audience yes. in front of you. Much more laid back. Exactly. Exactly. But no, I, I, want, I do want people to know it's medicine and it's real medicine. It is. I, I, I don't feel that I'll dispense through medicines what you need. And if you have the means, you should go out and search to make your own medicine. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, really research what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. Because exactly. It, it, it can work. Mm-hmm. I, it won't always work, but it's not going to make you feel worse. For sure. Definitely. It's not going to make you feel worse. Well, and yeah. And if and if you had the ability to do it and, and Rick Simpson had the ability to do it, then, you then know, the it's, it's fucking knew. possible. You know, it's it's possible. And like you said, everybody's it might not work for, you know, yes. somebody because everybody's cannabinoid system is different, is. you know, and everybody's. But every, not every, every chemo works for everybody. Exactly. Exactly. And not every form of chemo, not every like and not every fucking whatever, you know, treatments that they else do they do. You know, I don't know much about cancer treatment. I've had friends battling cancer. I've had a friend that died of cancer and I've had family members die of cancer. But I don't know much about everything other than chemo. Like, you know, I only really know of chemo. And yeah, uh, there's one other thing that they do. It's like a pill that they give you that's kind of like chemo, but yeah. it's not because it's not the actual like radiation, like where you go and sit in the room and shit like that. They also do another radiation, too, where they're like literally like radiating your your body like trying to kill the tumor it, it's horrible it kills everything good inside you to kill the bad well yeah radiation and the way like, i looked at was hey i ain't got nothing to lose right well radiation's in <laughs> fucking space and they're just blasting it in your fucking body it's crazy yeah it's horrible crap joint and then we'll be done we like i said we got to fucking finish this joint for renee yes <laughs> so what you got planned after this what you got going on I don't know. Probably a lazy day. I'm not sure. Hell yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, we got a bunch of fucking shit to do. We got to go fucking go do that. 
and we got well we got to go fucking pick up betsy go to the fucking meeting finalize everything get all that taken care of i got to play you that beat after we're done with this by the way and got to get that going and then got to come back and then I got to go fucking somewhere else and pick up a couple other things and then come back and I got to work out and then I got to cook dinner. <laughs> well, I'll be cooking dinner and all that, but. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to make tonight. I'm kind of feeling this one dish I make. I haven't made it in a long time. It's called chicken Vesuvio. You ever had that before? No. It's one of the very few Italian dishes with no garlic. So if anybody oh. ever tries to quiz you, ooh, what dish doesn't have garlic? You can be like chicken Vesuvio. And traditional carbonara doesn't have garlic, by the way. You're not supposed to have garlic in traditional carbonara. But I put garlic in everything. I was going to say, I, I do too. garlic in everything. So I do I too. But also, garlic. I don't like the taste of garlic in carbonara, though. Oh, like, I don't okay. I don't really care for the taste of it. Because when okay. you try it without it, you're like, oh, this is actually much better without yeah. it. But chicken Vesuvio, what you do is you... Sorry, um, you you uh, cook up some chicken thighs, right? You uh, have some olive oil, heat it up, cook some chicken thighs for a couple minutes on each side just so they're brown, yeah. and then dump some white wine in there. That's why it's called Vesuvio, because it's Italian for volcano. Uh-huh. And so it just like fucking steams over and shit and gets all big. <laughs> and so, uh, hold on. You brown it on each side, put the wine in there, and then you uh, take the chicken out, and you have this in like a big pot too that you're using and you take the chicken out and you put in some um some fucking pearl onions Mm -hmm. and some uh potatoes some i i I use uh yukon gold uh, potatoes and you just dice them up into like quarters basically just like nice kind of like decent sized chunks yeah and then you cook those for a couple minutes on each side just so they're kind of like browning just a little bit Mm -hmm. on the the there and then you put the chicken back in there put it in the oven covered on 350 for like third no no it's like on 375 for like 35 minutes and then you pull it out take the cover off and then you put some frozen or fresh peas in there and then you uh dump it in there put it back in the oven and then for another 10 minutes and then you pull it up and all those juices just cook into the potatoes and the onions and the onions get like really soft so you can just eat them and shit oh it's so fucking good chicken vesuvio for those who want to check out I think I, I would smother it in Parmesan. No, yeah. Parmesan's dank. I actually <laughs> I put I actually, Parmesan in everything. I actually picked I up a fresh uh, fresh fucking uh, triangle of Parmesan. Oh, right. Actually, on. I usually buy like uh, like shredded or yeah. like shaved Parmesan. Yeah. But that was my first time getting like, I don't really ever buy like, you know, like real like cubes of it, you know, or like actual like oh, yeah. fucking bricks of Parmesan. And it's so good that way. It it's so much sharper. And it's so much it better for you, it too. It is. Speaking of, you're trying keto, right? Yes. How's yeah. that going? It's going good. I did it before, so now I know what I'm getting into. But then the holidays hit, and uh, I was making lots of really yummy cheesecakes and stuff, and uh, I just couldn't not eat some. And uh, holidays <laughs> I'm a really, is really good tough cook. Diet. I'm a really good cook, and I still try to cook for my husband so that he's, you know, he's a he he doesn't have a weight issue. Mm-hmm. You know, he needs his carbs and everything. So I still try to cook for him good. And yeah, I lost willpower for a while. Yeah. I and got then you. I saw Same how here. fast that weight comes back and I was not happy, not feeling healthy. So yep, mm-hmm. back on it. Oh my God. Like, yeah, yeah. like for sure. If I can, like I was telling you earlier, like my, my body is so like insulin sensitive. So that's why for those that were watching on the last episode, that's why I looked so large. I had a very, very large meal for the last few days. Oh yeah. And 
and like I had not been eating right, a little bloated. I I promise I don't look that big in real life, by the way. She can actually vouch for that. She's seen me a billion times. She's here right I fucking know. now. <laughs> I even said that though. I was like, yeah, what's it's like, wrong? Yeah, I looked a lot fucking bigger in that episode. I watched that and I was like, good God. Oh, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> if I eat carbs or God, now I've noticed milk. And well, I there's a ton of sugar in like milk. Balloon. If you look, there's so much sugar there in milk. Is, and I used to love milk so much. Yeah. But heavy whipping cream doesn't do it to me, but milk. Oh, because God, there's yeah. no sugar it's in like, heavy whipping cream. It's amazing. Like, And I'm one of those people that I need, I need something in my coffee because I just don't yeah. care for the taste of black coffee. Yeah, it's me a little, neither. It's a little bitter for me. me. Too. You know, I just I just can't I can't do it unless I'm camping. For some reason, when I'm camping, my palate is totally different. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't, like, I can eat things I don't normally eat and my yeah. stomach takes it differently. It's like, my body knows hey we're camping now we're gonna eat campfire coffee yeah, and no you kidding. drink campfire coffee black you know yeah. and that, that's like so that was fine but um oh i'm good you good you sure oh, no i'll think a little bit more <laughs> like I said, we got it um but yeah i'm one of those people but switching to heavy whipping cream was a fucking game changer for me because it still has like that velvety texture that i like me too but it doesn't have any sugar at all. And okay. I just usually put like a teaspoon in oh, there. Oh, no, no, no. I was bad. And that's where I've had to cut back is I was like a lot. And then oh, I realized, yeah. oh, crap. Look at all these fucking calories. What am I doing? Mm-hmm. So now I've had to cut back and it's gotten better. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's So, yeah. yeah, I've done that. And then I've joined um, three challenges in May for, to raise money for cancer, too. So I'm doing. Nice. Yeah, I'm doing 31 miles for breast cancer. I'm doing 40 miles, uh, walking 40 miles for uh colorectal cancer and i'm or no sorry for the cancer association and then i'm doing two th- or 2021 squats for colorectal cancer damn that's a lot so that's so that's it's what, not that bad when you break it down i was gonna say it's 70 yeah. miles through the month and then 2000 squats 2200 yeah, i'm upping that and i'm gonna put my all into it and see how many steps i can get because i have to be honest i usually walk about 100 miles a month anyway yeah my steps oh there so you go. I'm, I'm upping it and giving it my all just like i did with the squats i did 66 which is what my daily You're allotment like, would that. be i'm gonna and run I'm, 70 miles yeah i'm like i'm a survivor <laughs> so i'm gonna put my all in you know to show my support for other people battling or the people that didn't make it or the people that can't walk right now so yeah, that's there was all these challenges on Facebook, and I've yeah, always wanted to do. A I hood vetted them and joined them. So I've always wanted to do a hood to coast. Oh, me too. My that's, knees probably couldn't. That would do be that. fucking cool. For those that don't know, there's a big fucking. I could walk it. Race that goes. Yeah, you could. You <laughs> technically could. Yeah, you can totally walk the hood to coast. People do it all the fucking time. Um, I definitely couldn't run. Yeah, there's a, there's a big like uh, like race marathon sort of thing over here. I don't know if you would call it a marathon. I don't think it is. Is it? Uh, I thought a marathon it? has to be a certain length. Would it be what is it? Can you look that up? I think a marathon is a certain length. Yeah, I think so. But I know, I know I mean, a triathlon has three events. I know that, and so because that would be like it's a you know, relay. It is a relay. Yeah, it is a relay. Yeah, it is a relay. Like I would want to do the whole fucking thing. And so for those Me that don't too. know, it's from Mount Hood to the Oregon coast. A marathon is a long distance running race, strictly one of twenty six miles, three hundred eighty five yards. Okay. Damn, that's very, very specific. Yeah. Yes, that is. 300. What a dick. Who, whoever threw that last 385 yards, they were like, mm, I know. you know, this isn't long enough. Let's go ahead and throw this extra three football, three like three yeah. and a half football fields length. You've already ran 26 miles, but now I want to see you push for the yeah, last 385 yards. Just in case you were only training for 26 miles <laughs> or however many miles it was. No kidding. So the, the hood to coast, was that just be considered just like a, a race then? Like. 
because I don't think it's technically like a race. Like you don't get anything if you win. Yeah, but Hood to Coast would be still a marathon. Cause yeah. It's definitely more than 26 miles. I was going to say, it's more than yeah, 26. Oh. I thought that, that was strictly oh, no, 26. Yeah, strictly yeah. So would it technically be one? I don't know. Double double marathon, triple marathon, dude. That would be like a fucking like a quintuple marathon. God, dude. Yeah. Like that's a long fucking ways, dude. Mount Hood to the Oregon coast. That's like pretty decently east of Portland to all the way the as west as you can go. <laughs> you know, for those yeah. that aren't aren't here, because most of the listeners are actually from outside Oregon. It'd be an endurance race. The in, what? It would be an endurance race. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess okay, an endurance race. Yeah, that would be yeah. a thing. <laughs> that sounds so intimidating. We done with that? Yes, sir. Oh, we did it! Yes. Fuck yeah, we smoked <laughs> fucking three joints. Three joints on the podcast. That's Heck what's yeah. up. Thank you so much for bringing those. That's awesome. No problem. Hell yeah. Let's go ahead and sign off on this. Thank you, everybody. And thank you, Shelby, for everything you've been doing. My partner, nice. Shelby, over there. You're welcome. Thank help, you. help us sign off. And thank you for fucking thank coming for through. Me. Salute. Thanks for coming. Thank you for sharing your story again. Yes, like I said, I feel you. very, very honored that you came through on the show and you wanted to do this. And all your support and everything you do really means the world to us. You know, oh, yeah. being played in the shop is like a really big badge of honor for us, you know, like to just to be, just to walk in there and see our work being up there. And you were really one of the ones that jump started that. So I really want to personally thank <laughs> oh, yeah, you again. Of course. Thank you. I again. love what you're doing. Thank you. I appreciate that. We're just going <laughs> to try to keep on going. We're just going to try to keep it going, you know, keep that weed friendly content and just keep on being the show where people can come and smoke and just come and hang out and do the fucking thing, you know, and then eventually do our stuff. And thank yeah. you everybody for tuning in to the hippie speedball podcast. It is Joe, your host with the most Joe, and I will see you guys next time. Peace.